Welcome to Smart Route, the podcast by Call Tracking Metrics, where you'll hear stories from businesses at the intersection of marketing, customer experience, and sales. We're sitting down with business leaders and industry experts to dive deep into the path they took to find success. Here's your host, Courtney Tyson. Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of Smart Route. I'm your host and strategic partnership manager at Call Tracking Metrics, Courtney Tyson. Um, the web is ever evolving as we know, and for the past decade, marketers have been scrambling to optimize their web presence with SEO tactics. During this episode, we're actually gonna discuss a different optimization concept, digital media optimization, referred to as DMO, and why it's the new SEO. Um, so Myrna Deremy is here to educate us and prepare us for the shift in optimization focus. Welcome, Myrna, and thank you for being here. I am so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. We're, we're excited to chat with you. And before we dive in, I want to share a little bit more about you with our listeners. Um, so Myrna is a marketing technologist, and she's the founder of Myrna & Co., a technology coaching firm and specializing in digital media marketing strategy, analytics, and ADA compliance. Over the past 15 years, Myrna has educated over 500,000 professionals and transformed countless small business brands' digital footprints. Um, her clients often call her the tech whisperer or the Oprah of tech, which I, I absolutely love those nicknames. Those are <laughs> some some pretty cool nicknames to uh, to have. So so Myrna, um, tell us a little bit more about your business, um, and tell us a little more about what DMO is as well. Got it. Okay, so my business, it's so funny. It kind of just happened. I wasn't even planning on going into business. I just naturally had a knack for advising people, providing suggestions, I would say, on mm -hmm. how to better optimize or better market themselves. Um, and so I just found myself oftentimes just in these conversations with, I didn't know at the time were business owners, but it would just be that I happened to be actually like, just talking about, you know, oh, you know, how awesome would it be if you just blah, 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 and give, an, give them an example. And then next thing you know, I would be consulting with them in executing. So wow. um, that's kind of how I fell into the world of marketing. I mean, prior to that, I was uh, in the world of architecture. Um, I was a senior project manager for a construction company, and I was in the process of getting my MBA but I didn't know what I was going to do with it yet. So uh -huh. uh, that's kind of how I, I kind of stumbled on this. And when it comes to DMO, it's my own coin phrase or acronym. It's digital media optimization. Because again, I've, I realized very early on that I had this love affair with optimizing things. Like, so mm -hmm. I would walk into a nail salon and I would look at like how they're marketing or like what messages they're giving me when I'm in the space and how I even found them. And next thing you know, like I said, I'm sitting there talking about how it could be even more optimized or better to get a better result. So optimizing has always been a thing for me. So I coined the phrase digital media optimization because we live in this digital era now where most content that people are receiving are in some digital form. And I think it's important for as, you know, I think it's important for business owners today to understand how to better optimize the content that they're putting online in order mm -hmm. to get a better return on it. You know, why are you doing it in the first place? And of course, the goal is hopefully to either create engagement, generate more revenue and get more customers, or, you know, just to have some kind of connection. And I think uh, it's important in doing that, that you are doing it to the best of your ability. 
Okay. So in a sense, GMO is this concept of how everything you're doing digitally, online, ties together and contributes to the journey of of a buyer, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I feel like a lot of people spend so much time thinking about certain silos of it. They think about social media and, you know, how they're you know, showing up on Facebook or Instagram or some of these these platforms. They think about SEO when it comes to their website. Uh, but the reality is all of it works holistically together in order mm-hmm. to optimize your whole entire footprint. Because, you know, I, I, I make jokes about this, but I always say like your website is your digi home. That is mm-hmm. the one place that, you know, you have the most uh, ownership of online. So mm-hmm. taking care of that. And when you have guests come to your home, what kind of hospitable elements are you providing them? Like, you know, so I have this whole like analogy of, you know, if you're going to have content online and you're going to utilize it to communicate, connect, or establish some kind of community, the best thing you can do is just realize that it needs to be as optimized as possible to make that connection even more impactful. Mm-hmm. So, it's all got to tie yeah. together. So in a sense, DMO is different from SEO because it's this, holistic approach, but does it differ in other aspects? Uh, Yeah. So it differs in other aspects in that, you know, SEO, and it's so funny, I'm actually going to be talking about this today at the (laughs) conference I'm at. SEO is one of those coin phrases that I feel like people throw it around like crazy. I mean, it's very Mm -hmm. convoluted, complicated. I mean, people call themselves SEO, like they'll say, get yourself an SEO. So I say all that to Mm -hmm. say that it has gotten so uh, blown out of proportion as to what it is, that I Mm -hmm. feel like it's something that needs to be better differentiated and and definitely broken down differently. So it differs from SEO in that when I speak of SEO, I'm pretty much talking specifically what it is, which is search engine optimization. If you have content that's going to show up on a search engine, that mm-hmm. you want to optimize it. When I mm-hmm. say digital media optimization, I am saying any type of content you put online, whether it's something that will end up on a search engine or not, you have certain uh, tactics and strategies that you can use in making that, ty- that t- content that's digital more optimized. So mm-hmm. it's definitely looking at it more from a holistic, higher level approach um, and understanding that, you know, you're having this end in mind first mentality of when you're putting something online, you're being very intentional as to what you're doing it for and why mm-hmm. you're doing it. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people just do things to do and not necessarily having that thought process of, well, the goal of this is because of X and because that is the goal we need right. to pretty much put it up accordingly or, or, you know, incorporate certain elements accordingly. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just think this, this is so interesting because when I think of search engine optimization, that's exactly what I think of is how is a website ranking, right? When I go into Google and I do my keyword search, like that's what I think of as SEO. Whereas you, your concept that you've created DMO is, is the holistic approach of, Everything you're putting out there on the web, how is it supporting one another? But then how also does it contribute to your rank? That's a factor of it, right? But like, how is everything supporting one another and helping, helping, you know, how are the elements helping one another to drive that buyer to convert, drive that buyer to engage with your, your company? Exactly. Let's talk a little bit about, I guess, social media. Um, what does DMO and SEO for that matter look like for social media? So for example, 
can DMO be used by smaller teams in lieu of bigger content lifts, such as blog posts and eBooks? Yes. So it can be used in all assets. So in, in terms okay. of when you're thinking about the content you're going to put up, it's either going to be copy, visual stimulation, like an image or video, or it could be audio, right? So these are kind of like the, the main air, the main types of content that you can place online. And mm-hmm. when you are putting it online, you think, how is it that I'm going to either one, expand the reach of this content and two, make it so that it's easily found, right? So mm-hmm. when you're thinking of that whole, you know, when it comes to say, for example, copy that you're going to write, whether it's a blog post, whether it's a social media post, whether it's a Twitter post, you know, kind of thing, um, you have to consider again, if the end in mind is you want to expand the outreach of that and you want to make sure that it connects to as many people as possible, what are you going to do in order to do that? And of course, depending on the media, it may be hashtags, it may be keywords, it may be alternative text, it may be um, subtitles. So it does depend on each one of the different types of content on Mm -hmm. how you can optimize it. And then from that, of course, if there are search engines involved, because again, like if we think about it, like Instagram, for example, people will search based off of a hashtag or, you know, the the algorithm factor actually organizes content based off of a hashtag. So you want to make sure you're incorporating the proper hashtags to your content. Um, when it comes to your website, you have keywords that also should be placed in key element areas in order for the search engines themselves to be able to understand and decipher and put context to the copy to the content that you're adding on the website. So it's actually like looking at this from a very granular approach, making it very simple to say, oh, I'm just connecting the dots. And that Mm -hmm. is how I approach, you know, DMO. So it actually does go across all different genres here and all different platforms, but Mm -hmm. it actually makes it so much more simpler. Cause if you think, how do I connect this dot? It makes it so much more streamlined. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and I guess social media, it's a great way to to connect those apps. This is a great way to put so many different forms of content out there, right? And share so many different stories about your business. Um, let's talk too about web accessibility and inclusivity. Um, and, you know, what should SEO specialists be thinking about in terms of web accessibility and inclusivity? And I guess how does that kind of go hand in hand with with DMO strategy as well? Oh, I, I love this question because accessibility is like the new SEO. And why the reason why I say mm-hmm. that is because, you know, I'd say 2015, 2014, back in the day, you know, that's like eons ago at this point, I feel like no one really knew about SEO. Like they knew of it, but they didn't really mm-hmm. know what it meant. They just, you know, it was like, what is this SEO thing? Mm-hmm. Fast forward to now, I feel like a lot of businesses are aware. They've mm-hmm. heard it. They know that they need it. They know that it, it can convert. And so they are more uh, adding some elements in to make sure that they are benefiting from, you know, the strategies that SEO can bring. But now Mm -hmm. we have web accessibility, which is kind of like the next level up. And when you think about it, um, web accessibility in the general terms of things is basically gearing towards making sure that the content that you're placing on the web is more accessible to all. Right. And when we say all, we're meaning that it's inclusive, incorporating not just 
uh, people who may have disabilities or may be deemed as having a disability, but also to everyone who utilizes the web. And so I feel like, you know, people always say, you know, when it comes to SEO, you know, you have to think about how to make it, you know, easy for Google to find you or Google to connect those dots. With accessibility, it's now opening up the floor, the floodgates to say, now you're giving people options on how they're actually going to engage with your content. And you're making it easier for people who might have differently abled skill sets to access the information. So that is how I think it, it's really important. And when it comes to SEO, especially adding accessibility features into the media that you post online makes it more optimized. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, with an image, you have the option of adding alternative text or adding captions or even having the file name be specific with keywords. All of that optimizes the website, you know, or optimizes your, your actual image, you know, in, mm-hmm. in terms of SEO, even though it's an accessibility game to do that. So they kind of go hand in hand. It's literally like the next evolutionary step in making content more optimized, period. So I love it. And I feel like definitely SEO, SEO specialists need to be thinking about how they can make the content and everything on the web more accessible as a whole. Does Does Google take um, accessible content into account when it comes to SEO ranking right now? Like, is yes. that something that's it? Okay. I didn't know that. It, does. it was like a, okay. Yeah, like totally. Like, like perfect example. Like I said, with images for, for, that's a big example there. If Mm -hmm. a, an image is named properly, meaning that it has proper keywords. So there's context in the file name. If the image has alternative text to provide context to a Mm -hmm. search engine to understand what the image is about, because let's face it, Courtney, I see this all the time with businesses too. They can have the same exact image, you know, a woman walking in the park. But mm-hmm. if they're selling sneakers, obviously you would want the sneakers to stand out. There's no way Google or a search engine could make context that the sneakers is what context they should have unless there's some alternative text to back it up. Um, you know, sure. aside from the content that's around the image as well. Like, you know, if it's on a web page that's about sneakers, Google's AI could possibly infer that this image might have to do with sneakers, but it's one of those things where if you make it easier, it will definitely go a long way. So yes, to answer your question, accessibility 100% does help in optimizing and making it easier to uh, have some strong SEO for sure. Gotcha. Okay. So that's in terms of what, you know, someone should be doing to kind of start this DMO journey. That's, that's probably one thing you would say, right. Is, is important. Let's, let's start, you know, making all of your content accessible, inclusive, that's going to help. Um, what are th- I guess three steps that, that someone could take to start their DMO journey? I guess Got they, it. that and would kind of be one of them, right. But exactly. <laughs> um, that is one so. of them. So I, I break DMO down into four elements. So the first is content management strategy, right? So it's like, Once you're thinking about creating content online, let's create a strategy around it. Whether that be that that strategy is that that content's going to live on a web page, it's going to live in social media, it's going to be specific to a certain blog that you're writing, whatever the case may be, starting at that top of the tree. So content management strategy is like the crucial, more important part. From there, then you can think about 
SEO and how you can optimize for a search engine in terms of that content. Um, and then from there, you can also think about accessibility. So that's kind of like the second step of SEO for me. Um, and then we also have social media strategy because I think a lot of people, you know, definitely from a business standpoint, understand how powerful of a tool social media can be in marketing and leveraging their brand online. So you want to make sure that you're incorporating a strong social media strategy. So that's the third element. And then the fourth is uh, if you're going to actually pay for anything, pay to play the search engine marketing piece. So um, this is something, again, as a strategy works, but you just need to be very much on the pulse of um, how the ROI is working. So if I were to say, okay, what are the, the first things that I would think about in terms of getting DMO ready and like going on this DMO journey? I would say first things first, think about your plan and, you know, begin with the end in mind first. If you're going to create content online, where are you going to place it? Are you going to have it where it's in multiple spaces, meaning if it's going to show up on a blog post, also on a social media post, if you're going to you know, reference it on a third party platform, that kind of thing. Think about the content first. From there, then you should determine, okay, whatever content I'm going to do, whether it's a blog post or like all words, an image, a video, audio, how do I optimize this content to make it so that it's more accessible and more inclusive so that people can reach it. And then you go from there. And that's kind of like the, the step. So accessibility is kind of like the second step. First step is lo and behold, know your strategy, like have an end in mind first. Mm -hmm. Think of the plan before you just start creating content. Okay. Yeah, it's nice to have like an actual journey mapped out for our listeners as like a takeaway. So I think that's that's extremely helpful. And so I think that's that's great for our listeners who are just kind of starting this 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 DMO's journey. That's they're strategizing. They're starting to think about their you know SEO picture on a larger scale, right? Um, let's talk a little more about like what businesses can do right now to improve their DMO. Um, that might be different from what they're doing to improve SEO. Right. So I would say what I think you should do overall to improve your DMO is take a look at your digital footprint. Like, where are you showing up? Do you have a website? Do you have a DigiHome? Is that DigiHome re representative and reflective of where you currently are in your business? Yes or no? Because a lot of times I feel like people will always say, oh, that web, you know, my website, I did it two years ago. I haven't really updated it. So I would say start at your DigiHome and just making sure that it is the most relevant representative of your business today. From, and then from there, I would say, okay, let's look at all the different areas that you are showing up online and decide, one, is it working for you? And if it's not, remove it or don't send people there. Or two, if it is working for you, what can you possibly do to make it even more impactful or effective? Um, and then from there, step, step three would be, okay, now that you kind of know where you're going to live online now let's just, now let's try to decide how you're going to live online, meaning any type of content that you do upload to the web, what are you going to do to try to make it more optimized and more accessible? Okay. The, the, the end goal always has to be, you know, where is your content going to live and how are you going to live? How is everything going to tie together and supplement one another 
in order to provide the best experience for your end user. Exactly. Um, so Myrna, I, I think it's, it's awesome that you've, you've developed this concept, right? You've had such great success in your career. I love that you're this kind of natural consultant, right? Always coming up with these great ideas. Um, <laughs> how are some, some ways that our listeners can dive deeper into this topic? So definitely connect with me because um, I feel like, yeah, this is one of those things. It's so funny. People think, you know, when they've heard of DMO and then they don't realize, like, I created this thing out of, you know, just working with so many clients over the years mm -hmm. and realizing that, you know, there's a thing. Like, I think it's good to have a roadmap or just a way to looking at how you're putting content out there online. Um, and so the ways to connect or just get more information on it is connecting with me. You can always find me on all the channels um, for the most part. But my digi homes, my more, I guess I would say the the most easiest way, because you could always just send me a message on there. Because mm -hmm. um, I do do uh, sessions with people like I could do like a little strategy session with you. Um, and I can consult and work with people as well on just optimizing themselves as a whole. Um, the other thing I would say, too, when it comes to accessibility, I had teamed up with a development company that created an application overlay that allows for websites to be more accessible. So that's another way that you can connect with me as well. It's called Active ADA. Um, and so I do have I do have courses, too, just to, you know, kind of give a heads up on that, where mm -hmm. I teach people about DMO and also accessibility as well. So. Fantastic. That's great. So for our listeners, check out Um, All the ways in which you can get in touch with Myrna, you can do so through her website. Um, and then also check out activita.com as well, um, her accessibility application overlay. So we'll be, um, when we when we send out more information about the, the this episode, we will include that uh, coupon code in there, which is SmartRoute. Um, so that's for $50 off the installation of um, the accessibility application. Um, so this has been super interesting, Myrna. Thank you so much for joining us and educating us on DMO, how it differs from SEO. So for all of our listeners out there, I think best message really is it's time to start thinking about, it's time to start to stop thinking, sorry, about how to optimize uh, content individually. Of course, continue to do that, but take it to the next level and think about how all of your, your pieces out there, how your digital media footprint is all you know tying together to one another. How are all of your, your pieces of content out there supporting each other um, as one holistic approach. So thank you very much, Marna. This has been this has been great. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. We've learned a lot. And again, for all of our listeners, please get in touch with Myrna. She's got a, a lot of great knowledge um, to share about this concept and how to kind of think about uh, your digital media optimization approach holistically. Um, thank you to our listeners as well for listening in and supporting SmartRoute. We very much appreciate with appreciate you. Uh, keep in touch with us on Twitter at SmartRoutePod. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Smart Route Podcast. Share your favorite takeaways with us on Twitter at SmartRoutePod. SmartRoute is brought to you by Call Tracking Metrics, and you can find more at calltrackingmetrics.com forward slash podcast. Follow along for ideas and conversations that will inspire your own business path forward. Speaking of smart paths, are your marketing, sales, and service teams on the same page? In today's remote world, it's easy to get disconnected. 
Call Tracking Metrics can help. We empower smart marketing teams to determine the best route for campaigns by showing exactly which ad campaigns are driving conversations that convert. Operational teams can use that data to automate call flows and power contact center success. Visit calltrackingmetrics.com to see why more than 100,000 customers around the globe trust Call Tracking Metrics to manage communications for their marketing, sales, and service teams.